Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer AME Church in Detroit, Michigan, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Located in the heart of the Motor City, we are a family where love makes the difference in our worship, in our community, and hopefully within you. More information on our programs and services found on our website at www.historicebenezerameDetroit.org. Thank you for joining our podcast. Pray now that you let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart, be acceptable in thy sight, for truly thou art my strength and my redeemer. In the Master's name I pray. Amen. In the Gospel of Matthew, the 24th chapter and the 13th verse we find Jesus uttering these words. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. We're preaching this morning from the subject, the key to endurance. When one talks about endurance, the person is talking about perseverance, stick to itness, toughness, determination, hanging in there no matter what, beating and overcoming the odds. In this 24th chapter of Matthew, we find Jesus in a deep conversation with his disciples. Jesus has departed from the temple for the final time and finds himself located in the Mount of Olives. The Mount of Olives, called Olivet, the Old Testament, especially the King James Version, but the Mount of Olives is one of Jerusalem's seven hills. It is mentioned only twice in the Old Testament and at least 12 times in the New. The Mount of Olives, sometimes referred to as Olivet, you find that in 2 Samuel 15, 30, Acts 1, 12, or the Mount that faces Jerusalem. It is called that in 1 Kings 11th chapter and the 7th verse. We find that the Mount of Olives is a ridge running along the east side of Jerusalem. It is separated from the city walls by a ravine and the brook of Kedron. The Bible records Jesus visiting the Mount of Olives three times in the last week of his earthly life. He was in the Mount of Olives. You talk about the triumphant entry into Jerusalem. 
He was there for the Olivet Discourse from which our text comes. And we find that Jesus was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane before he was betrayed. And the Garden of Gethsemane was located in the Mount of Olives. Now in our text this morning, we find that the Mount of Olives faced the temple and the disciples were actually marveling at the beauty of the temple. But then in private, when Jesus started talking about what would take place and what would happen to the temple in Jerusalem, it was beautiful, but it was not like the one that Solomon had built. But Jesus forewarns the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem tells them that one stone shall not be left. He's telling them that you need to understand now there are going to be some things that will take place. There are going to be some fake deliverers. In other words, there are going to be some phony folks. You need to understand that there are going to be many wars. Don't go crazy. Nations will fight against nations. Oh, didn't Jesus know? There would be famines, pestilence, which is a fatal epidemic or pandemic. And what was the coronavirus? Going to be earthquakes. And in the midst of all of this, you're going to get some false prophets, some jackleg preachers acting like they know but they don't know and giving folks false hope. But hold on, disciples. And I'm saying, hold on, Ebenezer. All will not be lost because those who endure to the end will be saved. The ultimate profound existential question is how can I endure when so many negative forces are operating around me? I've come today to preach on the key to endurance. The first thing, my brothers and sisters, is that we must learn how to accept the fact that there will be challenges in life. We've got to stop trying to make ourselves believe that every day should be a day of peaches and cream and roses. There will not always be picnics, but we're going to have some pilgrimage. Don't try to sugarcoat life. And many of us, when we talk to younger folks, we try to make them believe that life can be a utopia. We need to be honest with young folks. Let them know that in life there will be challenges, but if you hold on to your faith and your convictions, and you believe, yes, God is real, and you endure to the end, you can be saved. I told you when my daughter was getting ready to go off to college, she was going to be away from home at Spelman, and I told her what to expect. Don't come to me and don't call me and tell me where some young boy has made a fool out of you. 
because I want you to know that men will be men. But you are a young lady, you can make it, and you can endure, and you can be saved. When I was pastoring my first church in Columbus, Georgia, Columbus, Georgia is right next to Fort Benning. And at Fort Benning, you had the jump school, you had the advanced infantry training, and a number of my frat brothers of Cap Alpha Psi were there stationed at Fort Benning, and we would invite them to the church. But one day I visited Fort Benning, and there was one exercise they had to do live bullets be shooting over their heads. And they had to learn how to crawl and go under wires and get to a particular point. And I said, you mean to tell me those are live bullets? A sergeant said, yes because when they get on the real battlefield, there will be real bullets. And if we don't prepare them now and give them a mindset as to how to endure those challenging times, then we know they will be a fatality on the battlefield. But if we're straight up with them now, train them in a tough way, but let them know what they will encounter, many of them will come back. Well, I've come back to tell you today, the devil sometimes trying to shoot bullets over your head. But while you're down there crawling, keep your eyes open and talk to the Lord. And I guarantee you that if you endure to the end, you shall be saved. Young folks getting ready to take their professional exams, trying to pass the bar, trying to become board certified as a physician, trying to pass the CPA exam, it's tough, it's rough. But if you apply yourself and study hard, you can succeed. We must learn how to be obedient to the teachings of the Lord. And we must not try to make ourselves believe that trouble won't come our way. For if you live long enough, I guarantee you, no matter how good, no matter how righteous, no matter how you look, trouble it's going to come your way. But then grandmama would also say, I'm so glad. Trouble doesn't last always. We must understand that if we're going to endure to the end, we also need to have a spirit of gratitude and understand that God is able. Well, we need to understand now that endurance is possible by being prepared. You don't wait until the night before an exam to study. You got to strive every day to do good. You got to love every day and all day. And you got to help folks when you can. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or a song, if I can show somebody that he's traveling wrong, then my living shall not be in vain. Talk about the key to endurance, try to help somebody. The key to endurance, try to love somebody. The key to endurance, try to speak kindly to somebody. And I guarantee you that as you go out trying to help others, more blessings will come your way. But you cannot be selfish. You must be willing to share the good news and let the folks know that you have a relationship with the Lord. But then finally, if you're going to talk about the key to endurance, you got to stay connected to your power source. You know what I'm talking about? Have you ever 
lost battery power in your car? Have you ever had a blown fuse or circuit breaker in your home? You cannot endure if you do not stay connected to your power source. In the Gospel of John, we are told that Jesus is a true vine and that God is the gardener or the vine dresser. And the Lord tells us that we are the branches. We are told that the branches that bear no fruit, God will cut those branches off and will prune the rest. If the branch breaks away from the vine, it is no longer able to produce any good fruit at all. But the key to endurance is that you got to stay connected to your power source. That means you got to stay connected to the true vine. It's all right to talk about what political officials you know. It's all right to know the president and CEO of your company. But I got news for you. If you're going to endure in this life, you got to stay connected to the true vine. Uh, that means then, my brothers and sisters, uh, you've got to be obedient to his word. And the way you stay connected every now and then, you got to have a little talk with Jesus. And they tell me now that when you stay connected to the true vine, and when you stay connected to your power source, and when you stay connected to the home office, they tell me that there are some promotional gifts that are offered. You know how it is in some big companies, they have special promotions, and to the best salesperson, they will give a gift, and to the person who made the most contacts, they will give a gift. Well, I want you to understand that the Lord is saying right now that if you stay connected to your power source, that the great God of this cosmological order got some promotional gifts for us. What are the promotional gifts? I want you to understand that the promotional gifts are grace and mercy. Grace represents the goodness of God. That is the free and unmerited favor of God. Some of you did not deserve to get what you got. But because of God's amazing grace, you got blessed anyhow. And then there's mercy, which is the forgiveness when punishment is in order. We need to tell the truth right now. We didn't always get what we should have gotten. But because of the mercy of an almighty God, we were able to make it. And the only reason you can get that grace and mercy is that you must stay connected to the true vine. You must be in contact with the home office. I can't speak for you right now, but I've made it to this point not because I did everything mom and daddy told me to do. I've made it to this point not because I've been obedient to God all the way. But I want you to know there have been some days while I was traveling on the highway. I thought I was by myself, but I made it because grace was to my right and mercy was on the back seat. And when you have grace and mercy that's with you, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And so I thank God today. Ebenezer's here not because everything was done right, but because of grace and mercy. Some of you were able to get up off of your bed of affliction, not because you obeyed everything the doctor told you, 
but it was grace and it was mercy. Sister Wilkes, when your six-year-old granddaughter is undergoing surgery on the 16th, I know that you're going to look and you will see the doctor, you will see the surgeon, you will see the anesthesiologist, you will see the nurses and all the medical personnel. But I want you to know there are going to be two entities that you can't see that will be present in that operating room. And I want you to know that those two entities will be that of grace and that of mercy. Sometimes folks will look at you and ask you, how did you make it? Don't talk about where you went to school. Don't talk about the politicians you know. You just tell them I made it because of grace and I made it because of mercy. Thanks be to all the mighty God. So I don't know about you, but I'm not ashamed to talk about the grace and the mercy of God who's brought us to this very point. The key to endurance, the key to endurance is you got to hold on. You got to hold out. You can't quit when the storm clouds come. You can't quit when the mountain seems too high. You can't quit when the valley seems to be so dry. You can't quit when it seems as if you're weak and tired. You can't quit when folks set traps for you. You can't quit when folks lie on you. You can't quit when folks try to cause you harm. For Jesus said certain things would happen, but those who endure to the end shall be saved. Do whatever you want to me, but I'm going to endure to the end. In the name of Jesus, say whatever you want to say about me, but I'm going to endure to the end in the name of Jesus. Tell me how difficult life might be. I'm going to endure to the end because I'm not going to focus on how difficult life might be. I'm going to focus on how powerful my God is. And the psalmist says God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. I'm talking about the isness of God. So stop focusing on your trials and focus on the power of your Lord. And I guarantee you that when you do that, you can make it through situations you never thought you could make it through because God is real, God is powerful, and God can do anything but fail. Won't you stand to your Thank you for listening to the Ebenezer Speaks podcast of the historic Ebenezer African Methodist Episcopal Church in Detroit, where the Reverend Dr. McCarl D. Thomas Sr. is the senior pastor. Join us for our live stream worship services. You can access the live stream and also follow us on our social media. Information on our programs and services go to our website at www.historicebenezeramedetroit.org. Love makes the difference.